experienced in these blackouts, blackout, stretches of time that you can't account for. Welcome yeah. back, everybody, to another Lost Log. Uh, today, we are revisiting our Creepypasta roundup for the third installment in this series. Uh, I am a little under the weather, so you might be like, Jesus Christ, Jose sounds like shit more than usual. That's why. Yeah. Uh, and then also for and our if video... You're thinking, <coughs> if you're thinking, like, Jose's sick, so Mason's going to be doing the heavy lifting, uh, no, no, and shut up. <laughs> Come on, guys. You you know the yeah. show by now. Uh, and then yeah. also, I'm like in a room in my parents' home, so you might hear trampling and the kids and stuff. I've told everyone in my family to just fucking relax. So mm -hmm. we'll see how it goes. How much fun is it for your parents for their eldest son to come home and be like, nobody's coming to no, my room, I, I'm doing I, a I, podcast. I literally went, I'm going to record. And my dad was like, what? And I was like, don't make, you can't watch TV, or if you do, it has to be really quiet. And he was like, oh, it's fine, okay. <laughs> He's like, you're in my house, pal. And I was like, dad, this is my career. This is my somewhat job, okay? You know, if you've never listened to our creepypasta, uh, these are, we just read five each. Uh, and mm -hmm. again, we're reading from Th Thought Catalog, who has assembled 100 best creepypastas from around the web. We will, of course, yep. include the link in the show notes. Um, let's just get into it. And then, of course, yeah, Mason and I will be switching off as with each story. So I'll do one. Yes. He'll do one. So, you know, yes. Et cetera. No more so Ted the forth. Caver. No more Ted the Caver because even when I listened back, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so this first one, Mason, is called Altered. This is a short write-up for me as I don't really have too much time. This is more so a message for future generations who have any sanity left in this world. You've been living under a rock, my friends told me. It's just a painless shot. Get over it, you baby. Oh no, is this like an anti-vax story? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> now that's scary. Um, my siblings teased me day after day. Well, look now. I'm probably, at least to my knowledge, the only normal person left on Earth. I'm not some liberal cuck. That's yeah. That I was love me. that. <laughs> I do love that this. I because you can definitely tell this was written before COVID uh -huh. because it's a, a working under the assumption that this is the only person who didn't get a shot. Mm -hmm. When it's yeah. like, I, so I'm for the for the listeners. I'm back home in Utah right now, which is why I'm like impromptu recording here. Um, this is a very fitting story for Utah. Like, half the population yeah, I, did not get vaccinated. I uh, just saw that Iowa has one of the top four COVID uh, percent ratings uh, currently. Yes, it's yes, still, Iowa. Yay. It's still happening. Let's go, Iowa. <laughs> <sighs> you see, about five or so months back, the government started offering these 
three shots. Oh my god, this is insane. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Said they would increase brain performance, make you run faster, jump faster. Hell, I even heard someone say it was like steroids, but better. You can, better than steroids? You can, Don't think so. You can jump faster? <laughs> Not higher. You can just jump faster. <laughs> and for the listeners, that's not Jose that misread that. He, it says, it's typed out, you can run faster, jump faster. You know how, like, the classic conundrum is, I wish I could jump faster. Like, I wish I could yeah. get into a jump faster. I can I can actually jump really fast, but I, it's, it's just the problem is I only have a half-inch vertical. <laughs> right, but, like, yeah, it's yeah. so, fa- I'm so fast. It's really fast. Yeah. Yeah. First few months of testing went well. Everyone was receiving their benefits, telling me how I should get one. I declined. I was always weary of the government. A superstitious man, as they call it, but I suppose even the greatest achievements of mankind has its downfall. I noticed... I noticed patterns in those who received it. More recommendations, more ads online. I couldn't avoid the shot. I moved out of my apartment to hide from whatever my friends and family became. They're evolving. Wait, what? what? He said... <laughs> patterns in the people who received it? People who received it recommended it and he saw more ads? Or people who received it saw more ads online? I don't know. I just... We're almost done. <laughs> it's a shot that makes you... It's a shot it's that the, makes you see more ads. It's the limitless drug, but it's a shot, Right? But it and it makes you see more ads online. Yeah, buddy, that's just the world. I love when I talk about pizza yeah. and then I get on Instagram and my and all my ads are like, "You want some pizza?" And I'm like, "Damn." I'm like, "Yeah, I do. fucking yes. do, asshole." What the fuck? Yeah. They're evolving even more now. The news and henceforth the government keep quiet about it. I haven't been out there for the past week. I keep hearing claws scratching on my door. It sounds like my father speaking to me. Come out, champ. Everyone's doing it. I know it isn't him. <laughs> ah, that's a funny sentence. That's just funny to like hear your dad yeah. say, Come on, champ. <laughs> Everybody's doing it. Um, I need to make this stop. The scratches keep going and going and going. I need to put an end to this. I'm grabbing the shotgun. Now, this is, okay. 11-9-52, as in... 2052 or 1952? I'm going to say 2052. It has to be 2052. Document edited for Alabama County psych ward patient. Permitted to treatment. Subject would get some help out of it. Appears to believe that new life-saving drug is somehow evil. Update. They're holding me captive. Please, to anyone reading this, anyone, don't trust them. I can only hear their demented language. It sounds like I somehow committed manslaughter. It's all a lie. They're just trying to brainwash me. I'm not insane, I swear. Oh, so written he's by insane. sorry, written by uh Q's number one fan. I, I, no, but he, it was a twist. He was the he was the dummy for not getting the shot. Yeah, he was just an insane person. Yeah. Um what, Yeah. I that's really funny because again, I don't think that was written I think that was written pre COVID. Um, but yeah, it's oh, it insane how it fits. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. I do, but I do, it's even more poignant in the way that it ends with like, I'm the idiot. You know what I yeah, mean? I'm it's the like, I'm the yeah, victim. it's like, 
I they're they're poisoning me some other way because I keep getting sick even though I didn't take their yeah. free vaccine. And it's like, no, that's no. not. You just didn't take All the right, medicine. This, uh, that help. Yeah. Okay, this this next one, which I'm already mad about, the title is Tempest Fugit. Is that so, a word? Fugit? <laughs> it took me a second to figure out if that was the person who wrote yours, but no, it's the name of mine. It's Tempest Fugit. Okay. Fugit? Tempest Fugit? <laughs> Fugit. I don't Fugit. know. Um... I'm not an Arctic researcher. Okay. I'm not even a natural scientist. <laughs> I'm getting the feeling that this guy's about to say some shit that on Arctic research and natural science that is <laughs> no bearing whatsoever. I'm not even a natural scientist. I'm a graduate student in business marketing. Oh, okay. this is too close to home. <laughs> Still, when I caught wind of the opportunity to make serious bank by babysitting an international oceanic research station in the far north of Canada over the winter, I jumped at the chance. It would also give me loads of quiet, boring hours in which to write my doctoral thesis. I don't yeah, think Jose, I want to do it so bad. Yeah, no, same. I would do this in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Yeah. I've, uh, we've talked mm -hmm. this to death. About how if yes. tomorrow the National Park Service or some research group was like, do you want to go into the remote wilderness with you and your dog for months? I would right. do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. And this yeah. goes back to my idea of like, I feel like if they could set some stuff up in space, and they're like, look, we can't waste one of our best and brightest on this. We just need to send like some kind of adult up there. I'm yeah. like, fuck yeah, man. Send me to space and I'll just, and I'll just live by myself. Well, I don't know about Mars space. Colony. I would like do it. I would like like the forest on Earth where I can like I'll do space. Walk Simming around space, man. and read and shit, you know? Yeah. Eh, whatever. Anyway, um All right, anyway. Point uh, is, so he's I'm I writing. I don't in think they Canadian I don't future. I don't think they uh they let anybody just go babysit some oceanic research facility, by the way. I feel like you have well, he's to He's not have. just anybody, he's got a he's a he's My a graduate apologies. student in business marketing. My apologies. So, Continue. Yeah. My, sorry. Yeah. The entire station was crewed by me and two other students, a second-year geophysicist and a fifth-year English literature student. Our duties involved simply running nightly checks of the station and the seismic monitors. We all had work to do, so we typically only interacted in the cavernous mess hall at breakfast and dinner. Days seem short to you? David, the literature student, asked one morning. I replied that they should this that they should this far up and that they would continue shortening until we entered constant darkness. No, I mean the whole cycle, 24 hours isn't 24 hours. With that, he wandered off to eat a Pop-Tart and left me thinking there was something about the shortening daylight that interacted with his perception of time. A week later, I emerged from my quarters looking for cookies. David was sitting alone in mess. Ready for nightly check, I asked. David seemed taken aback. Are you kidding? I just ate lunch. It was just... He looked around the dark room. 11 a.m. David sat out of the check that night and the next, and every check for the next week. I found him in his quarters one morning, unshaven with bloodshot eyes. He turned to me, the jutting cheekbones and neck muscles making it apparent he hadn't eaten much. If you watch the minutes every minute, the day stays right he said before turning back to his clock. 
Paul and I left him to himself, taking up his responsibilities during the check. Uh, just imagine these two being like, oh, shit, David's been crazy. Oh, yeah, this, right. this guy's fucking crazy. Anyway, I guess Should we'll have we to pick someone? up a slack. No, nah. we're fine. Yeah. No, 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 let's yeah. just stay here with this dangerous man. Yeah. And then Paul missed breakfast. I went looking for him, assuming he had gotten a cold before heading out to do, to do the check on my own. He answered the door in a chipper mood. Something wrong? I was just about to come have breakfast. He hmm. visibly deflated when I told him it was time for the check. Over the next three days, he began checking his wristwatch more and more frequently. He would cry out and get my attention when he noticed missing time. I never corroborated his experience. Time seemed, time seemed to flow naturally. Paul had taken up a table in the far back of the mess, one arm extended to keep track of his watch and the other keeping notes. I've been doing the nightly checks for myself for three weeks. Two nights ago, I checked off the last seismograph and turned to hit the mess daylight shone through a window, light that only peeked out around noon each day. I had been on my check for 15 hours. It felt like 30 minutes. That's it. It was kind of confusing. I, maybe part of it was how I read it, but I no. feel like I... You read along, right? I mean, Yeah, I, I was reading along, and I'm still like, huh? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I think... I think they did the check every night, right? Yeah. I, okay, like losing bed. perception of time is kind of scary. Um, I mean, once uh -huh. again, time is is a is a uh, construct created by humans to keep ourselves from going insane. Um, right. So I guess when you lose like a grip on it, that it's it's easy to see how quickly you go crazy. Um, yeah. But also. I, I, I don't understand. Were the days going quicker I, then, or what was... It seems like the days were going... Well, no, because if you... No, because if you look at... If you watch the clock every minute of the day, it, it, it adds up, right? That's what David said. Right. If you watch... He, was, he said, if you watch every minute... If you watch the minutes every minute, the day stays right. So I think it's just they're losing perception. Cool. Well, I hope but, you wrote that thesis. Or that doctoral. <laughs> well, not if he's on check for 15 hours. Yeah, what the fuck? Anyway, okay. Also, can you get a, can you get a doctorate in business marketing? Yeah, why not? You can get a doctorate in anything okay. these days. You know? Be a doctor of I suppose. Uh, fucking business marketing. Business marketing, yeah. This next one is called Teeth. He sat on the porch swing on one of those bright blue and white winter mornings, sipping his first cup of coffee of the day, when he noticed the lump. It was pea-sized and just inside his right wrist, raised a little bit above the skin, and slightly red. I don't like this. Uh, any this is gonna this is gonna gross me out. This is the thing. The ones that are like body shit always gross me out. Um, See, normally they're not bad because generally the writing isn't good. But there's something specifically about teeth growing out of my bones that I don't like. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like you know how sometimes you see those weird like you're on like a sketchy website or something. And it's got, like, those weird ads, and it's like, you'll never yeah. realize what scientists discovered, and it'll be, like, a picture of, like, a man's hand, and it's got, like, teeth growing out of it, and you're like, ah, yeah, ah, my yeah. brain didn't like that. 
Um, or it's got like holes. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah. He poked at it, felt the fluid inside shift a bit, and the skin became shiny with tension. He thought he could feel something hard inside, a little node of flat firmness underneath the pliant flesh. Bone, he thought. Unalarmed, or cartilage. Uh, I would be alarmed, because why is a bone growing where a bone shouldn't be growing? I mean, it's like, okay, that's a bone spur, but like, I'm keeping an eye on this and I'm going to the doctor. Well, right. Quick. Any bump that you find that's not supposed to be there, you shouldn't just be like, ha, well, that's crazy. You should be like, oh, I should make an appointment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He sipped his coffee and looked out over the crystalline white yard. Breath steaming, evergreens peaking where snow had fallen off the branches. He absently scratched at the lump. He dug deeper with his fingernail, could feel the outline of the object inside the lump. It seemed to recoil deeper into his arm at his probing. It had a sharp but smooth ridge and was about a quarter inch long. Yeah. Ugh. Alarm woke in him distant at first, then closing in as he continued to feel around the lump and explore it. The lump was familiar and alien at the same time. Him, but not him. He pressed harder and felt a slight pop as the fluid released and trickled down his forearm. Oh my god. Oh. Oh. I'm picturing this like it, yeah, like, it's vividly. pretty. This is good writing. This is the best written creepypasta I think we've ever read at yes. this point. As he did, he noted a new lump arise just inside his left wrist, a smaller one beside it. The recessed object now rose from the original lump like an undersea volcano, white and streaked with red, sharp and hard. A tooth. A fucking canine tooth. In my arm. As the oddness of this registered, new lumps arose on his thighs, shoulders, and feet. He tried to shake the first tooth out of his arm, panic taking hold and whispering in his ear like a lover, but all he succeeded in doing was to splatter blood out over the pristine white yard, each droplet sinking in as it lost its warmth to the snow. Lumps erupted and swirled on his scalp and on his genitals. Teeth legion in number. Oh, I lost my spot. Hang on. Teeth legion in number erupted from these newly formed lumps, sprouting up and coalescing, moving centrally to line up. His navel at the center, his navel tore open. The lines radiating out to form a mouth in the (laughs) middle of his abdomen. (laughs) Ah, They lost me. It, it, you yeah, lost me a little bit. Uh, the pain was like fire. The sensation of tearing muscle skin and sinew so unbearable he nearly swooned. Uh, it's an you interesting choice. Love. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, my stomach mouth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he felt himself bent into an angle, his head forced into the mouth at his midsection by the draw of this new opening. He felt the bones of his spine crack, realign, and break as he doubled over and up to his shoulders further. He curled in a thick, slurping sound emanating from the mouth at his center. He's eating himself. 
Oh, it was so good up until this point. Damn it! This is if it was just if he just had bones growing off of him. This is the thing about creepy pastas. They always do this shit, man. They gotta learn when to stop. They gotta learn when to stop fucking writing. Anyway, okay. Tighter and tighter. Giant mouth eating himself. Tighter and tighter he went until his feet disappeared into the mouth, like a reverse Cheshire cat. The mouth folded in on itself, emitting a final breath of graveyard air into the chilly morning. Then it, too, was gone. He just ate himself into oblivion? I, like, swallowed himself up out of existence. <laughs> he just, like a cartoon, just popped out of existence by turning into a <sighs> giant mouth and eating himself. It was good that up until, it was good until it started forming a stomach mouth. <laughs> Up until yeah, that point, it got it, it had me. It, but you could see my face. I it was, was gross. The fuck. Yeah, out. no, it was it was icky. It was scary, and then Damn it was it. suddenly stupid. All right, read the next All one. Right. I said, fuck. <laughs> this one's called "The Qualities Inside." Being dead proved a bigger problem than Rubit had prepared for. In fact, he'd prepared all wrong. This didn't happen to Rubit. He normally bought the right thing. The perfect thing. Uh, am I stupid? Or these are just <laughs> weird sentences, right? It's weird sentences. Yeah. Uh, seriously, I, I'm asking you. No, no, and no. It's no, okay no. if it's me being stupid. <laughs> it, being dead. Any other time, I would tell you. Problem that, but with creepypasta, yeah. it's like never you. It's just that they 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 didn't write it well. Being Hang on. dead proved a bigger problem. Yeah. Let, let's find out what he means. Maybe maybe it'll be explained later on. But that was the end of the paragraph. Yeah. I just have to reread it because I don't understand what I just read. Being dead proved a big problem than Ruben had prepared for. In fact, he'd prepared all wrong. This didn't happen to Ruben. He normally bought the right thing, the perfect thing. That's a paragraph. Yeah, yeah, Keep going. Reuben had accumulated so many fine things, hand-selected items, that better painted the picture of the man he was. Then a doctor exposed that picture for its one flaw, and Reuben began to make different preparations. This is pissing me it's off. It's not getting Why any Why did you get the, the teeth one? You got that one, and I have to do this. It, never mind, it's fine. <laughs> First, he planned the diaspora. Diaspora. His, his. First, he planned the diaspora of his beautiful things, the stars that formed his constellation. I don't know what's happening. The 1964 Porsche 536 Speedster went to his younger brother Tim because Tim would learn to care for something if it was beautiful. The frescoes and the glasswork became his mother's, and the penthouse went to a buyer. <laughs> the precision... What? It's just funny that it's like, this goes to his brother, and this goes to his mom, and this just goes to a buyer. Ah, fuck him. The, per the precision of its corners were chosen to house the contours of Ruben's needs alone, and he would be gone. Fuck that sentence. 
I don't like this one. This all. is the full sentence. The precision of its corners were chosen to house the contours of Ruben's needs alone, comma, and he was gone. That's not a fucking sentence, Jose. My English professor would be tearing this apart. When the ink dried, Ruben summoned the last of his vigor and planned his send-off. The flowers were lilies, no primroses or carnations. He demanded bluebells arranged into one bouquet and also chose to a live quartet with a penchant for holding notes a half step long. This is... Ah. This is a, okay. cl- a classic case of like a writer trying too hard to make yes. it sound to describe yes. exactly. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. He de- okay. So sorry. Let me reread that one because that was all one terrible sentence. He demanded bluebells arranged into one bouquet and chose a live quartet with a perchance with a perchant for holding notes a half step long. A live string quartet would be. The context clue that allows the reader to be able to understand that sentence on the first read. Mm-hmm. He then had a fine suit tailored to his new dimensions. Why spend so much? Asked Tim. You'll be dead. Reuben, with a tired smile, put a gaunt arm around his brother. I appreciate your candor, Timothy. Everyone else is walking on eggshells. He never answered the question. The final item brought Reuben the most joy. Think Rolls Royce, said the director. There's nothing like it. Why not, said Reuben, who'd already studied the full spectrum of casket catalogs. I'll take it. The funeral was planned. Reuben's favorite aunt saw the bluebells in a single bouquet among hundreds and began to cry. His shimmering oak box was lowered as his chosen prayer was intoned, and in its surface, every person... Ruben ever loved watched their reflection get smaller. Okay. The earth settled and Ruben awoke. He was not prepared for this. He'd planned for a finite death. He'd planned to leave the world behind. The smell got him first. Formaldehyde and something else. Hours later, it was the density. The titanium oak and six foot six feet of earth. Sound didn't travel. His screams died in front of his face. Still, he didn't suffocate. It seemed he didn't need air at all. It took four long days for Reuben to realize he was rotting. The smell grew dense in the airtight box. His cold and plasticky skin lost its constitution. And that wasn't the worst thing. The worst part was the echo in his still-functioning brain. The words being paired with the grim smile of the funeral director. The words repeated themselves over and over in his fetid head. Quality, the merchant said. This casket is indestructible. It has a thousand-year guarantee. Reuben pushed every silken inch. He punched, kicked, and clawed till his fingernails dislodged. There was no pain then, just words repeating themselves. A thousand-year guarantee. So he was buried alive? He was a zombie? Or was he a zombie? Yeah. Because he didn't need air. (laughs) Yeah, because you'd die before four days for sure, right? Yeah, he was a zombie. He was a zombie in an expensive (sighs) casket. Yeah, fuck him. He was rich. Fuck him. 
I don't. That was terrible. I'm sorry to no whoever sympathy. wrote that, but yeah, I know you. I like it takes courage to create something. <laughs> so like, I don't mean to be shitty, but like, <laughs> I don't mean to be shitty, know, but fuck off. Do something better. Well, just like, you know, have someone read it. No, my my English professor always said, um, read it out loud. Uh, when you read it out loud, you realize how your writing sounds. And that, for me, is like yes. every time I do our scripts, I read them out yeah, loud same. and I go, this doesn't work. Let me rewrite this sentence. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mentality is our next one. They perfected a chip that when implanted in your brain would allow you to read the thoughts of others. At first, everyone was excited and they all clamored eagerly to get the first few. As soon as they were proven reliable, anyone who could afford it bought one. At first it seemed perfect. Murderers and criminals were caught easily, and you could judge how a relationship could go on the first date. But we are all human. We think things we don't mean during arguments and fights, and so the chip began to cause strains and rifts between family and friends. There was a petition to get the chips removed, which was successful. Unfortunately, their brains had been altered by the chip. They couldn't stop hearing people's thoughts. Online support groups popped up and scientists everywhere began researching ways to reverse the effect. It turned out that some random on Reddit had the answer. Circular reasoning, maybe, but his solution worked. If you think about what is doing your thinking, you stop hearing other people's thoughts. Mm-hmm. If you think about what is doing your thinking, you stop hearing other people's thoughts. A better way to do it was, to read that, is if you think about the fact that your brain is thinking, right? If you think about the object that's thinking for you, but it's your brain. Okay. I was always poor. I could never afford the chip. But what I have learned is that if you spend all your time thinking about your brain, your own isn't enough. I can hear them moaning and shuffling outside my door right now, desperate for mine. Zombies? So if you think about, yeah, if you apparently if you think about your brain enough time, long enough, you become a zombie. The that, next was one me. Is called that was going me. home. That was yeah, me thinking I, about my brain. Yeah, um, that was stupid. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't like that one. Yeah. Um, well, it was written all right. Yeah. Well, it was just not uh, the concept. <laughs> it was just, yeah, was a the little concept weird, uh, but lost. It was me. written okay. Yeah. Uh, this one's called "Going Home." Fucking finally, you exclaim. The weekend was finally here. It had been a long week, and you really need to this reprieve to maintain sanity. You're off the highway, and just ten miles of back road separates you from a long nap on the couch with your wife. Ah. The speed limit is 30. You all right, buddy? I just can't wait to get to uh, nap on the couch with my wife, man. (laughs) Yeah. The speed limit is 35 here, but you pull up behind a red truck going well under. A little red truck hauling a Christmas tree? A Christmas tree? Yeah. (laughs) Frustrated, to say the least, you give him two quick honks, honk honk, (laughs) to let him know you're there. Suddenly, his left left turn indicator turns on, and he's onto a new road. 
You feel a little bad having honked at someone probably just looking for the right road, but you let it go quickly. Don't need anything stressing you yeah, out. Yeah, you don't give a fuck about these people. Fuck them. Yeah, right. You don't know you them shit. You make a couple more miles. Yeah, you take a, you make it a, mo a couple more miles down the road until you need to turn on your headlights. It was getting darker earlier now, and the canopy of trees didn't help the illumination. Hmm. You haven't seen a single car pass you on the road, so you start to admire the turning foliage. Uh, you almost don't see the car in front of you as you approach. Again, you have to slow down to below the limit. It's another little red truck with a Christmas tree. <laughs> no, wait! It's the same little, little red, red truck <laughs> with a Christmas tree. God. How that. the... Shit, he must have taken a shortcut. Shortcut, <laughs> you presumably say to yourself. How the shit, he must have taken a shortcut. <laughs> what an insane sentence, okay. He's still going slow. What the shit? Is that what he said? <laughs> how the how shit? shit. <laughs> how the shit? He's, I'm gonna start saying shit? that. I say that sometimes. How the fucking how, shit? How, yeah, yeah, but that's different. How the fucking shit is, is different, different than how the how shit. The sh Shit, do you expect me to... All right. He's still going slowly. You assume he's looking for another turn, but after a mile, you get fed up. You honk again. This time, his right blinker turns on, and he pulls off to the side. You go around and speed up. You watch him in the rear view mirror. He doesn't get back onto the road. Uh, real quick. weirdo. Uh, yeah. Don't do this, people. Uh, I think we've talked a lot about this, about like road shit like this. Uh, you never know who's in that car. Uh, and you might be like, I'm going to honk at this guy. And they might be like, I'm going to kill this guy because I'm an insane person. So just if, pass them. If em. it's nighttime on back roads, don't do it. You can do it in, in town. Yeah, like on the freeway. Well, depends on where you are. Uh, but uh, yeah, at nighttime on back roads, don't do this. Don't yeah. do this. And if you're going to do it, like make a phone call. Yeah. All right, fucking weirdo is what you say to yourself. It might be, it might as well be midnight in these woods. The closer you get to home, the faster you go. Cops never watch these roads. Just two miles away, you come across a sharp corner at speed. Something's in the road. Shit! You yell as you slam on the brakes and nearly skid off the road again. You come to a stop and look behind you. That fucking little red truck with the Christmas tree again. Parked in the middle of the road. How did it beat you here? You saw it stop. With a flash, its high beams, beams turn on, and you hear it peeling out. It's coming for you. <laughs> it's coming for you, so you peel out as well, I think is what it's supposed oh, to say. with... With a flash, its head beams turn on, and you hear it peeling out. It's coming for you, peel out as well. <laughs> it's coming for you. You period. Peel, you, you peel, peel out, out as well. well. Exactly. Yeah. The twists and turns of the road are terrifying. Going sixty, but he's almost touching your bumper now. It's almost to your street. It's coming up on the right. You whip your car right and watch the little red truck with the Christmas tree <laughs> fly by. I love that that still gets you. It's I would have stomped, but it gets so you every funny. time. I love that. Um, still, you race into your driveway, watching your rear view the entire time you're pulling in. This hasn't been a great start to your weekend. Then you bump into something. Your wife never parks on this side. You look ahead. How? 
There it is again, the same little red truck with the Christmas tree. Always ahead of you, yet following you. Its driver's side door hangs wide open, and so does the front door of your house. What? Yeah, all right. It's a little red truck. It's a little, a little red truck hauling a Christmas tree. A Christmas tree, yeah. And it, it, it's a, it's a ghost truck apparently. Or not, because it went inside the house. Like the house front door is open. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a ghost. It can't go through walls. Stupid. It's not fire. But who got out of the truck? The ghost. Oh, and the ghost is fucking your wife. Is that what's happening? Yeah. yeah oh no, you're getting, you're getting ghost cooked. Actually, oh, you know that that's actually a way better way to look at that story is that this guy just found, like, came home one day and found a little red truck. Truck calling a Christmas calling tree. Calling a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with the, the, the driver in his house fucking his wife. And yeah. then now he just sees it everywhere uh-huh. and, like, haunts him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a way better way to look at the story. Uh, is this my fourth one? Yes. Okay. Karma police. Damn karma, it, boy. Karma, 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 karma. Karma chameleon police. police. Damn it, boy. Now you're going to have seven years bad luck. That was what my grandpa told me when I was five years old. And I accidentally broke the old mirror that hung in the hallway of his house while I was pretend sword fighting with the broom. I never knew what bad luck or luck in general was all about at that point in my life. I only knew that bad luck must mean getting a whooping with a peach tree branch. That's uh, insane. <laughs> uh, that's called child abuse. That actually is bad luck. Yeah. It's pretty bad luck. Uh, I never got to really ask him much about it because my grandpa was dead the next morning. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. It's a big leap. Uh, it's also bad. It's bad luck. Yeah. Found dead. What in some his... people would call a tragedy, I'd call. Oh, that's bad luck. That's bad. That's because I broke that fucking mirror, I'd say. Found dead in his bed by my dad. They said he passed peacefully in his sleep. As I grew older, I heard more and more about luck, both good and bad. Some called it auras. Some called it fate. I don't really think uh, an aura is is luck. I don't really think that has anything to do with luck, right? I don't think fate is luck either, because luck implies that it's good or bad. Fate is just a thing that happens? I don't know. Whatever. But the one that seemed to feel right was Karma. Doing good things. This is Boy George. The lead singer of the band that that does Karma Chameleon. Mm -hmm. I forgot what the name... um, Fuck, what's the name of the band? So, uh, Culture Club. Doing good things could bring you good karma. Doing bad things brought you bad karma. And like luck, I felt that karma could be influenced by the same actions. And I saw enough of it happen to believe it. (laughs) Oh, I saw enough of it happen to believe it. Yeah. In high school, I once saw our football coach walk under a ladder that was being used by painters in the gym. The next day, Coach Clark fell off the top (laughs) of I'm sorry, that's not funny. (laughs) The next day, Coach Clark fell off the top of the bleachers at the football field and broke his neck. Which isn't really... That's not really karma. (laughs) He walked under a ladder. That's not really... No, that has nothing... That's not what karma is. It's fine. 
while I was in college, I dated a really cute girl named Amber. During a heavy thunderstorm one day, she opened her umbrella inside the student center okay, before so going out into is, the rain. Uh, this, this is, is like that Atlantis Morissette uh, song where she talks about how everything's ironic and none of it is ironic. Yeah. This is not karma. None of this is karma. This is just bad luck, which is not karma. Yes. They're two different concepts. Yes. Right. In uh, fact, karma, don't forget, I'm 90% sure, is like a actual religious thing. Yeah, it is. Cultures, you know. And white people have just been mm-hmm. like, ha it's fun. It, 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 so we learn a little bit about it in one of my classes, but it is the belief that what goes around comes around, but that has nothing to do with luck or bad luck, which yeah. is what's happening mm-hmm. to these people, superstitions of bad luck. Anyway, on her way home later that evening, she... She lost control of her car and sailed right over an embankment. The authorities said that she most likely died on impact and felt no pain when the car caught fire and burned. Jesus Christ, you are the... It's fine, I'm sure that's going to be the reveal, but yeah. this guy is the bad, is right. the bad luck. Yeah. During her funeral, I watched a woman absentmindedly step on someone's grave. I saw in the next day's newspaper that she had been fatally shot. It's the jumps that get me, you know? It's not even like normal stuff. It's like 0 to 100. That she had been fatally shot later that evening in an attempted robbery at her home. I always tried to teach my friends and family about bad karma, hoping they would be able to avoid such fates. But some people just can't help but attempt fate. Just a few hours ago, my wife had told me about one of those silly bad luck of you delete chain emails that she had trashed. I just have to shake my head and wonder why people just don't believe in karma. Right now, she's upstairs taking a nap after I had slipped a couple of crushed Ambien into her coffee. While I'm downstairs setting fire to the drapes with a lit candle and watching the fire spread to the carpet. As I walk out the door to my car, I wonder just how many times I will have to do this before people start to believe in bad karma. So he's a serial killer who kills people for not believing in bad karma. Um, but it's not it's not karma. It's not it's they not believing in the yeah, exactly. That bring bad luck. Yeah, that's, that's not, not what karma. Car- karma would be if his wife was rude to someone at the store and then had yeah. something bad happen got, like, to her punched in the f- and then got punched in the face right that's that's I, karma right like yeah fucking idiot <sighs> that was weird i mean it's How kind of interesting killers? it's it's a kind of cool reveal to be like actually i was the one killing everybody um and like to be themed after like people not believing in superstition to be like a serial killer who kills he, like that but stupid maybe he maybe his name is karma Maybe his name Not is karma. Bad Karma. They call me Bad well, Karma. Because no, good karma is when you do nice things and he gives you, like, a cupcake. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, this is, this cupcake's from good karma. Oh, and thanks. And kill someone and he's like, like, this knife is from bad karma. I, I haven't gotten caught despite all these people dying around me. Nobody saw that suspicious. Mm-hmm. No. This one's called You'll Never Escape. Ah. Sorry, I was just thinking That's about it. how I'll never no, escape. No, that was it. That was the oh. whole story. You'll, that was, was it. You'll never escape. Oh, no. I'm stuck in Utah. Ah. <laughs> That's scary, guys. Uh, you'll never escape. I can only think 
I lacked any physical form or sensations. I was simply somewhere. The area wasn't big or small. It was just empty beyond all comprehension. This was hell. Hell in every meaning of the word. Except the biblical meaning when it's oh. a lakes of fire. Right. And, right. Um, I had no mouth, but I had no will or reason to want to scream. I just existed. I don't know how long I had been there. It could have been an eternity no, 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 no. Get, or get, a few seconds. Get off. get off. Get out of here. Continue, sorry. Uh, it could have been an eternity or a few seconds. I remember wanting to just feel something. Anything. I've been there. I was completely <laughs> deprived real. of all That's emotional so and physical stimulation. It, but also, it seems like they have emotional stimulation because they yearn for something, right? Hey, hey, hey. No, no. Right. Uh, and That was me to talking this, to you. Hey, hey. <laughs> no, no. No. Sorry. Right. <laughs> You're getting too... No, no, no. You're getting depressed. Don't... No, no. <laughs> uh, I was... Okay, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to start doing it you when you get sad. To... Just... Hey, hey. Yeah. Hey, hey. No, no. Hey. No, no. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Quit it. Knock it. Knock that off. <laughs> hey. Knock it off. <laughs> Mason. <laughs> um, all right. And due to this, I could barely think straight. I tried to remember something, but I couldn't. I just wanted to feel. Then everything stopped. My alarm had woken me up, as it had for the past year or so. I turned to the bedside lamp and began to feel the lack of a companion (laughs) beside me. Wait, wait. Why do I always have to read these? And suddenly remembered that she had left me for I'm like crying. I'm like actually crying right now. It, it's so much funnier that I didn't realize it was the same story. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't. So I didn't get it, it until you said the alarm part, and I was like, "What?" I was. I didn't wow. even get it until. Yeah. Uh, that is insane. How? Uh, they just loved it so much. Oh, I got to literally wipe my eyes. I fucking have tears in my eyes. Hang on. It's just. It's so nuts that. It's not even scary. It's not a creepypasta. It's just a sad story. And also, he talks about, like, he feels nothing, but he clearly feels very, very strongly about things. Like, he's sad. And (laughs) Whoever put together this list from that thought catalog, hey... It's gonna get better, okay? <laughs> like, reach out to us. This isn't even a creepy post. This is just their dirt. This is just a journal entry from them. Yeah, they're like a cry for help. That they were. That's why they included it see. twice because they were like, oh, 
They were like, um... Also, yeah, this just struck me. <laughs> if you're the type of person that's willing to take a giant drag from a scotch <laughs> bottle that you keep on the nightstand, why are you even setting an alarm? Yeah, what? Well, because he, got a, he set why? an alarm for it's time to drink more scotch. <laughs> it's scotch o'clock. All right, good, good point. It's scotch o'clock. Oh, okay. man, this, this story just screams the video of the dog wearing the daredevil mask. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? And it's like <laughs> yes, Evanescence yes. playing in the background. Yes, yeah. Um, I cannot, I like literally cannot a, believe, those... this is this is not planned, by the way, for anybody that's thinking, no. oh, they did this, ha ha, it's just no, in here twice. It's, um, it's such that meme of like a like of a Grim Reaper holding a gun that says, born to shit, forced to wipe, it's yeah. like that, it's just, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, that's the hardest I've left in a while, holy shit. <clears throat> wow. Okay, this is my last one, right? Yes. Oh, God. I'm done. That's the name of the story. That's not me saying I'm done, although I am. Yeah. Um, as soon as my wife got home, I took oh, the car. Oh, lucky you. Who's got a wife still? <laughs> uh, wake me up. Wake me up. Wake me up and can't wake up. As soon as my wife got home, I took the car and left. I was so done with everything. My wife didn't need me. My family didn't need What is happening? <laughs> Why are these all are, sad? I don't know who the who put this list together, but they need help. Someone needs to check on them. Please give them a fucking hug. My family didn't need me. I'm sorry, and also I just want to point out that the, the thought catalog has these these split up into like it's like subcategories, uh -huh. and these two. Do you want to guess what the name of the these the the category these stories are in are? What is it? Scary stories you will never believe. <laughs> and I would argue that that a, a depressed never man waking up from a nightmare is I'd the never... most believable <clears throat> thing we've read. I'd never believe a man would wake up and drink scotch. I would never believe that. Okay, anyway, get back to your, your sad one. <clears throat> and most of all, my kids didn't need me. Isn't that the same as my family? It's fine. I was a deadbeat drunk dad and i was much better off where i was going than sitting at home and drinking away with little money we had hey you know what at least he's self-aware we That's appreciate true. a self-aware king you could say <laughs> yeah you could say i was being selfish i didn't view it as selfish in a way i was doing them all a favor i was doing my kids a favor by walking out on them and leaving them trauma for the rest of their lives mm -hmm. i sadly admit oh boy <laughs> Okay, oh well, boy. he was doing them a favor. Yep. I sadly admit that I've abused them. I know they hate me, and I don't blame them. Perhaps they will forgive me in time. They will do what I failed to do. They will do good in school and move on to college. They will make their mother proud. Well, here I am. I've been planning this for a while. I planned where I would swerve the car off the bridge. I planned which side I would veer the car off to make it look like it was an accident. Here I go. The car flies off the bridge exactly where I planned it to. Everything goes slow. I think about everything I've done, and then I think about everything my kids will go on to do. I smile and look back to see the sky one last time. And there, <laughs> sitting in the back, are my two kids knocked out asleep. Whoops. <laughs>
fucking whoops. The fucking whoops just kills me. The fact that they That's literally the wrote whoops. <laughs> to be fair, this oh, is God damn this it. is this is this isn't the worst creepypasta. This is the best joke I've ever written. I've ever God heard. damn it. Ah. Just whoops, once. I want a creepypasta <laughs> that scares me, Mason. It says whoops. Whoops. Whoa. Did I do that? God zooks. <laughs> he's doing the, yeah, he's loosening his collar. <laughs> if uh, I wasn't falling off this bridge, my wife would kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, Mason. Bring us home. Whoops. All right, this one's called Goldstein's Monster. Okay. Goldstein's Monster? Goldstein's, Goldstein's Monster. Monster. The first word of this is Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein. I... Frankenstein! I won't say... I don't share his interest, because I do. My fascination, however, is more of a medical one. Using dead organs and muscle and, and tissue built around a skeleton to create life seemed impossible, but I've always kept I, an open mind. I'm pretty sure Frankenstein's was also a medical one. I don't think he was like, what if I made a that monster? That was my first thought, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, I, I don't think he was... You yeah, should read the book. Like, That's, his whole thing was science and like yeah. it wasn't like a ah man <laughs> i really want to make a monster you know i want to do what's the most fucked up thing i could do today he wasn't doing like <laughs> jackass yeah. where he was like hi hi i'm, I'm victor, victor frankenstein. frankenstein and this today we're gonna reanimate a corpse sewn together from different limbs Oh, all right. All right. Oh, this is just reanimator. Okay. Um, my colleagues would never agree to work with me on this conceptually flawed experiment, but Peter Goldstein had the funds to let me work toward my dream. What's the over-under that Peter Goldstein's real name is Peter Frankenstein? Uh, good chance. Yeah. yeah. All right. He gave me the money when I asked, and I did all of the work, finding fresh oh, yeah. bodies. Yeah, why would he do it? Yeah, he's the financial investor. Hey, fucking idiot. Anyway. Finding fresh bodies, harvesting the organs and muscle and tissue and bones, assembling the pieces, finding the chemical mixture to bring the dead tissue back to life once more. It wasn't a chemical either. It was electricity, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. Years of work <laughs> to find the perfect ingredients, but I came across a bit of a problem. So I requested Peter's presence at my lab. This is difficult to say the least. I have most everything, but there are some pieces I can't take from the usual corpses. I need to get them from a living specimen. I need... Say no more, Goldstein interrupted, holding out up his hand. I will find you a specimen, willing or not. That, ooh. He turned... <clears throat> hmm. What's up? I'm sorry. What's outside screaming. <laughs> um, okay. Fucking roving gang of children out there? What the hell is that? Nice. It's Iowa, man. Don't go outside, Mason. I won't. It's scary out there. All right, uh, so he turned to leave, but he didn't understand my urgency. Why I called him here. I plunged a hidden syringe in his neck and sedated him. 
the body would not last much longer, I needed the parts now. I laid him down on my operating table and began to work. A few hours in, I came to a miraculous realization. I didn't need anything vital from Peter. <laughs> I was relieved and ecstatic. He would be able to see the result of his investment after all. Uh, I completed the work on my creature and began pumping the chemicals into its body. If my calculations are correct, it is a mere minutes away from being a living being. The sedative must be wearing off from Peter. He is beginning to stir. I hope he is excited as I am about this momentous occasion. I can't wait for see him to see the look on his face. Uh, oh, I, I can't wait for him to see the look on his face. So he's... He's a monster. Or... <coughs> Or, or he just, or, or he, he just took the face. Or he took his, he took his face, and put off. it on the monster. Yeah, <laughs> face off like the the yeah the Nick Cage the, the movie Face Off yeah. with yeah. Um, um, okay. Yeah, but the sure. monster was Frankenstein's monster, not Frankenstein. Well, actually, the real monster. If you read the the novel, it it is Victor von is, Frankenstein. Actually, the real monster, if you read it, is the people. Actually, the real monster is the reader. Because they judge him. They judge him for not understanding. They know not what they do. Forgive them, Father. That's 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 the Bible. That's not Frankenstein. Oh. Mary oh. Todd Shelley didn't write that. That's Frankenstein. I think that's, you'll that's find that that was in that Mary uh, Mary came up with that. I call her Mary. We're friends. Um, okay, so <laughs> that's right, cool. that's. that's, that's <laughs> I'm still cool. thinking That's, about how that fucking story weaseled its way in here. That that fucking uh, scotch was, one. God. Yeah. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this Lost Log. We uh, have just had such a great year. We want to thank everybody for listening throughout the year, uh, for supporting yeah. us through our Ervil LeBaron series, which took a majority of the year. Um, we've got yeah. a bunch of fun stuff planned. We're gearing up. Uh, <clears throat> we're getting into the, the 70s. In terms of episode numbers, here pretty soon, and we're just excited to keep moving on. Uh, we want to thank yeah. uh, all our international listeners. We want to thank all our, our um, listeners here in the states, and uh, everybody who follows and supports us on social media. Have a Have merry, a happy, holidays. happy holidays, and a you good new a year. Merry Christmas! You know I'm a the war on Christmas. You know I'm a soldier on the front lines of the war against Christmas. They're the Democrats, they want Michael yeah. Buble to be out of a job. Um, I Every time someone's like, they're trying to take Christmas away, I'm like, you're damn right, and I'm them. I'm trying to take Christmas yeah. away. Fuck you. you don't <laughs> no, it's just because it's not the only fucking holiday. You shouldn't just assume that. I celebrate Christmas, but when people tell me, like, Merry Christmas, I'm like, okay, sorry. <laughs> He's off the soapbox. We're ah, good. I'm sorry. Okay, we know. Anyway, it's okay. happy, holidays, happy holidays, everyone. Because we've got <laughs> listeners all across yes, the Yes, of course. Uh, but uh, but yes, uh, we'll see you all next year and uh, take care yeah. and be. <laughs> but literally, we will. Um, and uh, take care and be good to one another. And remember, don't wake up and drink a bottle of scotch, or do. If you, if you do, just don't maybe write pretentious bullshit about it. Right. You anyway. know, just do it. Yeah. All right, everybody, stay frosty. We love you all. Bye. Bye.